Oh, well, hello, everyone. <laughs> Welcome to Pod and List Together, the podcast where we go on spring break. I'm Josh. And I'm Lori. Let's get wet and wild for MTV's spring break because today we're watching From Justin to Kelly. My IMDb tagline for this, I thought of it like immediately. The movie that is what people who don't watch musicals think musicals are. Oh, I, we will get into the truth of this statement later on. Stay tuned. <laughs> What's yours? Oh, no. Um, oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> a, girl, a girl working at a diner gets forced to go to spring break or else they, her friends will kill her. Okay, I would watch that movie. Yeah. Okay. The actual IMDb summary is a waitress from Texas and a college student from Pennsylvania meet during spring break and flirt, flirt, (laughs) (laughs) Fort Lauderdale. I can't do it. This is crossroads all over. No, it's not. You don't have to edit out laughs on this one. I can't. You have to do it. I'm going to get my shit together. Give me a second. <laughs> a waitress from Texas and a college student from Pennsylvania meet during spring break in Fort Lauderdale, Florida, and come together through their shared love of singing. Oh, my God. You had to really enunciate that to like show how easy it was to say. Didn't no, you? I had to enunciate or else I was going to get it wrong, too. Fort Lauderdale. Fort f- f- what? I thought it was in Miami. Are those close? Oh, maybe I feel they like are. Miami's more like thirty-year-old party spot, and F- FL Florida is <laughs> more like like the the young the young ones where the college kids go. Yeah, but that might okay. just be because I've seen like Dexter and stuff. Like everything that I've watched in Miami is like old people who live there. Wow. Oh no. <laughs> <laughs> Are so, we okay? Yeah, I think I hurt myself laughing at myself. Oh, God. Neither of us have seen this before, but it's iconic. Like, everybody knows about this movie. Everybody in our circle knows about this movie. This was yet another one. I saw it Blockbuster. I feel like I say that all the time now. But, like, this is when I yeah. saw it Blockbuster that I never picked up. But I was like, oh, Kelly Clarkson. Like, I love her. I would love to watch this movie. But I just never did. I feel like if we were a YouTube channel... Instead of a pod, if we were a different, this would be one where it'd be fun to go hit the streets with like a microphone and ask people, because I feel like in my head, everybody knows about this movie, but I assume that like most people don't remember or never knew about it. Oh. You know, like, I think it's like, I I feel like it's the same thing with glitter where most people are like, wait, what? Like, how do you not even like know about it? How is it not in your brain somewhere? You mean like, yeah, if we ask the general population hey do you know kelly clarkson they'd be like of course she won american idol and then we'd be like do you know about her movie from justin to kelly and people would be like no i have no idea what are you talking about who's justin right who is just honestly i i remember american idol being a big deal yeah and i remember kelly clarkson being a big deal like as this was happening no idea who justin is honestly 
apparently well he got second place i don't he got like i think there was kind of a thing too where aside from season one where kelly was like i feel like she was an obvious winner but that might just be me like rewriting history in my head because like she did win and she's been massive but i feel like a lot of seasons whoever the runner-up was or whoever didn't win ended up having bigger careers than those who did win true because there's like chris daughtry i don't think adam lambert won i don't think carrie underwood won clay aiken didn't win which I oh mean, my gosh. aside from Kelly Clarkson, it was more likely that the people who didn't win would be remembered. And I might be wrong on some of those, but I feel like overall those people did not win. This might be rude to say, but I feel like the entire point of American Idol has been, it's concluded when Kelly Clarkson won. Yeah. And anything beyond that was like just trying to relive past glory. And the whole world was like, Kelly Clarkson already won. Yeah. She's like the American Idol. Yeah, yeah, you did it. Yeah. I think it's back on again. Like it was on forever and then it wasn't on for a little bit. And I think uh, who's the Katy Perry. I think she's hosting it now. Yeah, it's it's still going. I think there's like a lot more shows like this too, though. Where there's The Voice. There are. And I think America's Got Talent. I don't know if that's predominantly seen. I wish Brandon were here. He knows all of these shows. But And then there's The X Factor... Isn't that one, is that British or is that here? I think that's, it. I think it was here for a while as well as okay. British. From watching this movie, it reminded me how different of a time the early 2000s were. Coming out of the 90s, the early 2000s, like record labels and mainstream media still had like complete control. There wasn't internet. Yeah. There weren't YouTubers. There weren't, this was it. Like you watch American Idol and you listen to the radio. <laughs> Yeah, it's like even like thinking of like, I think Justin Bieber would have done well within this type of archetype. He's still kind of, I mean, he got signed super early and stuff. So like he was still on YouTube was really young, but like Billie Eilish or Lizzo, like I don't see those two. Like if either of them, if Lizzo was like, hey, I'm going to do a flute solo before I sing my song for you, Mr. American Idol judges, like, no, no. And it's from the looks of this movie and the contracts and everything that they were trying to create they wanted like that britney that i don't know disney channel star right they wanted someone who was gonna fit their perfect image of a pop star and how crazy is it to be like oh we're looking for america's uh american idol you have to sing amazingly oh but also you have to be an actor because we're putting you in a movie right away and I mean, it's like the famous stories that like Kelly almost like she tried to get out of winning because she knew that contractually the winner had to do a movie. Yeah, no. Like how much she didn't Thanks. want to do this. Yeah. Um. <laughs> I don't think it's that horrible. Like it could be something like you were on a reality TV show, Kelly. Like this movie is kind of on the same level as that. But I think yeah. it does kind of endear you to her a little bit. Kind of the same way where Twilight could have been a career destroyer, like beginner and destroyer for Kristen Stewart and Rob Patters- Robert Pattinson. But they were so vocal about their dislike for it. You're kind of like, no, you're cool. You're a little bit edgy, huh? Right. You're like, oh, you didn't even want to do this, but you stayed, the man made you do yeah. it. You're cool now. Yeah. Do, can, do we have to get into this? Yeah. <laughs> okay. It starts with Kelly singing. Like she's singing in a bar she also works at because as soon as she's done singing, she starts cleaning tables. But also there's a guy there waiting who's there all the time listening to her sing. And he's drunk and he's Luke and he always harasses her during work hours. Yeah. So he's a stalker. Yeah. 
But I just can't imagine like any job. You're like at the, like I worked at a bowling alley, which is kind of infamous in my hometown at the moment, where every Sunday they would do karaoke. And I worked in like the kitchen of the bar. Like I just can't even imagine, imagine even that where there's like a setup, like, okay, hold on kitchen. I'm going to take a break and I'm going to go sing a ditty on the karaoke machine and then go right back to work. Like on the clock, like it just doesn't work. Even if it was dead, that would be weird. This whole movie doesn't work. So I'm so sorry to, <laughs> to upset you. Damn it. I know it was kind of like a big thing with Kelly Clarkson where her weight was like constantly scrutinized. I mean, it's kind of a thing right. for all women in the, but she was so small in this. She was. It had to be like such a like 24 seven, like mental stress to be as skinny as she was in this movie. Right. And I remember even where she was in this movie, probably being like big for then. Mm-hmm. Cause she, they even had her, like she wasn't wearing bikinis like the other girls who just had like an eight pack and were like pencil thin. <sighs> And it's also come up, like, after the fact, recently she's come out and said that she, like, does actively have a thyroid disorder. Oh, my gosh. So it's just so kind of, like... So was working so hard right at this time. Yeah, it's just wild to think about. But, of course, that standard didn't apply to Justin, who they were like, oh, just wear a t-shirt the whole movie, and everyone else will be shirtless. But you have to have frosted tips. <laughs> oh, my God. Her friends show up to the bar she's working at, and their, their flight went bankrupt, and they her daddy something and there's purses and they're like you have to go on spring break with us because you can drive she has a car and i think it's also just kind of like she's like always work she's always working and doesn't party and stuff right so i don't know i kind of get that where at that age we'll assume they're supposed to be like 19 to 21 okay yeah if they're that young sure yeah, so there's always kind of like, I'd go to parties and they were fine, but it was also a lot of work mentally. And they were always kind of like, after I got there, it was kind of like, okay, what am I supposed to, like, it just wasn't, but you feel like you have to go. And if you have friends who are like very much into it, like they're kind of like, come on, you never go out because there's not really much yeah. understanding that it's not for everybody at that point in time. Well, my argument is if you were a little bit older, maybe you would have realized that your friends are toxic and you should never be around them and you should disassociate with, with, with them. But, you know, yeah, when you're that. young, you don't realize that. And you're like, sure, I'll go on a huge road trip with you for three days. Even if they're not toxic, it's also okay to be like, hey, we're friends in this corner, but also we don't need to do this together. Like, right. It, they didn't seem that close. No. I don't know. It's very like 19 year olds. Where you yeah. have like 30 friends that you're not very close to. Yes. But yeah, they go to spring break and there's like a weird credit sequence where there's like a bridge with a sign that says from Justin to Kelly that like drops, but it's really bad CGI. Vacation all I ever wanted. Vacation got to get away. Yeah. <laughs> I watched this on double speed. My brain is like, it felt like when you watch something like this, it already feels kind of like it's directly plugged into your brain, but it felt like it was just like a mega, like fiber optic upload 5G just directly into my skull. Oh God. But it also felt like the true experience of this movie where it's just like, go, 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 pop music. Yeah, dance, there's, dance, dance. There's no moment to breathe. There's no moment to think in this movie, like <laughs> overall. Um, but yeah, the type, the intro was so uninspired just like were like they were trying to get somewhere but it just did not work like there's like an airplane banner with their names on it i don't know i don't it felt like someone was like oh just have the intern like make something up and then we'll <laughs> we'll polish it up later and they never polished it up later 
The cover of Vacation reminded me there was one time I saw Panic at the Disco in concert. They were the headliner. Three bands went on before them. So we were like ready for it. Like you love their album. And it was right after Pretty Odd came out. So like my artistic high school self was like, yeah, this is great. And their set design was all 60s and cool. The show was so boring. They didn't seem like they wanted to be there. And at the very end, they did like one of their encore songs was a cover of Twist and Shout that they didn't dance to all singing. And, like, why Are would you, you not- do this song? Like, be excited. Be excited about your vacation, Kelly Clarkson. Oh, my God. I I don't blame her for any of this. It was so... Yeah, it was... You know the the, the song Love Song by The Cure? Yeah. There's the cover from 311 where, like, what if we made this really speedy, happy poppy song from the 80s into a very slow reggae version? That's what people want. Okay. Mm -hmm. It's just one of those covers where you're like, you didn't need to. Yeah, no, it's... It would have been okay with the original. Nobody would have watched it and been like, why didn't they do a cover of Vacation in this? Right. We wouldn't have understand the entire point of this movie without that. Oh, you're, it's true. I would have been like, are they, are, they on a, are they studying abroad? What are they doing here? <laughs> <laughs> Is this movie not supposed to be about showcasing their vocal performances? That's what I don't understand. It was like, nobody wanted to make this movie, but it doesn't even seem like the people who like wrote it wanted, like it wasn't, good the music wasn't good I, I don't understand the point of making this movie i don't either like it had to have been when did the first high school musical come out i was com- making the same comparisons it came out in like 2007 i'm looking it up because i like really needed it. 2006 so it wasn't even like they were looking at because if it came out the same time as high school music i'd be like okay they were trying to like emulate that but it wasn't even like a thing on the disney channel yet to do musicals with like the tie-in of the people it came out around the same time as crossroads but that wasn't exactly like a box office hit so i don't get it i don't i they must have been like oh shoot these are the two people that won and have to be in this movie and we need a movie like now so just buy a, a script for a musical with a boy and a girl that's generic movies are so expensive like to put so little and to try to make like this be a box office sensation like that wasn't a trend at that point like i don't understand why they took the risk to make this i don't either because it's so bad that it's not even one like usually i could be like okay this is some tone deaf like old man who doesn't know what people actually want to see but it doesn't even seem like somebody like that would think this was good no it was this was thrown together that's what it feels like no it doesn't make sense I, like, it's obviously not going to make them a ton of money. The friends and the other actors, I was like, it. I was like, oh, are they other contestants who are on American Idol? Because no. their acting's not that great. Maybe they're just like good singers. No, not, not they. They were just there. Yeah, we don't know who they are. We. <laughs> they were trying. I think they were trying to make something like the American Idol. People were trying to make something out of this. Like, oh, look what we did. We made this super cool power couple yeah with zero chemistry oh i just i like i'm trying to like they could have just done marketing like i'm sure there's like kelly clarkson dolls and like birthday party supplies and stuff like and the time the age that so they're going on spring break and obviously when you think of spring break you think of like people flashing on mtv or whatever like you think Mm -hmm. of like adult activities and like boozing and partying so it's like the people that would be like, you want to get the kids. You want to get, like, the tweens in this to be able to, like, market it well. But it's not a movie that a kid, like, a parent would be like, yeah, let's watch this movie where these, like, old people no. go to Fort Lauderdale and party. To, like To f- have, screw around. Literally. Like, I, I didn't know it was 
like, okay, spring break, sure. Anything could happen, vacation, get away. But (laughs) (laughs) Justin and his friends are like, yo, I haven't even recovered from last year. Like, I fucked so many girls. And his friend's like, well, yeah, 300 girls are running off the mouth about you. I'm like, what the? Oh, I don't know who this is for. I wouldn't want my kids to watch this. I, I want to watch this. I mean, okay, you know that like mostly kids watched it though because like from the packaging and stuff, it, I just, I don't know. I don't know. It's confusing on you every know what? single level. This makes me appreciate Teen Beach Movie times 1,000. Yeah, for sure. And it's a TV movie. This was in theaters. Uh, right. This could have been good. I think that's what's frustrating is they could have like done something from the heart of Kelly Clarkson and from mm-hmm. that like made sense for Justin because th- this doesn't make sense to them. Um, um. <laughs> anyway, so that's the first four minutes of the movie. <laughs> There's a song at the beginning. They get there and they immediately run to the beach and they have this song about like, who are we going to screw? Choose one. Who are we going to pick? Did you know this was going to be a musical? I did. Yeah. Oh, I don't know why I didn't. Like, it happened. It was like, oh, no. And then I was like, why Why wouldn't I have guessed that? I thought it was going to be, like, at the beginning, a type of musical where, like, Kelly was singing at the bar she was at, where it made mm. sense where they were put into situations where, like, oh, she has to do, like, a song contest at Spring Break or something. I think the worst part of what's happening on screen is <laughs> the, the shirtlessness, the guys with those uh, bandanas over their head. Like, they tie it where the bandanas, like, flop over their hair. I forgot. I always forget, like, that Mary-Kate and Ashley. Because you could also have headbands where the handkerchief is, like, there. Like, that was such a big thing. So it was either little 10-year-old girls or 30-year-old men (laughs) who did that. (laughs) Wow. This this really brought me back. They run up to a stage, and the guy's like, hey, yeah, party. And I was like, whoa, I'm getting so many flashbacks of MTV Spring Break as a 10-year-old just kind of watching that when I wasn't supposed to. I just like, I don't know if it's because I've been like, had it more front of mind, but like everybody was wearing so little clothes and everybody was so skinny, like skinny buff, Mm -hmm. where they were like real thin, like men and women, like the kind of, because I think now it's like being thick for both sides is better. Mm -hmm. But in like the early 2000s, it was definitely like as skinny as possible with like some ab shadow because you'd be wearing like the super hip huggers and stuff. That's everybody in this movie had that physique 10% body fat yeah if that yeah but like no bulk at all no that was weird because everybody was in like bikinis and stuff the whole time right no that's kind of what I mean when I said it reminded me how different the 2000s were because even body standards and body types and what people thought was attractive was way different it was just I remember like Christina Aguilera and the dirty phase being like the ideal for like beauty standards. Yes. Kind of like grimy, sweaty, thin, like just, I can't even like imagine half, like I, as a 10 to 13 year old, like trying to wear hip huggers. A, I didn't have hips because I was very little. B, it was just like, I was a chunky little thing also. Just kind of like how those trickle down to like tweens and stuff. It's just like really odd to think of because it was like a very sexualized era like yes. trend wise oh my god yeah because like the people in this movie by today's standards i think were like pretty scantily clad for like a family-friendly quote-unquote movie yeah i think we've re- not regressed but changed where everyone's like okay this is we don't want this like there's more sexual <laughs> freedoms but yeah. this is white people heterosexual people yeah freedoms and we can curb that <laughs> i wonder if it's like too like with the internet there's more I don't think there's as obvious. I mean, there's obviously the Instagram standard for like really big boobs, big booty, no waist at all. But I think there's a lot more of 
a choice. There's a lot more different I, like idealizations and different mm. fashion trends. Like it's not one homogenous thing where back yeah. then I think it was like there would be like the one overarching trend yes. and some fall offs. Like now it's kind of like you can wear whatever and call it a thing. By the way, we forgot a part. It's the part where Justin and Kelly meet each other <sighs> and they apparently feel something in the hordes of horny people. They noticed each other. They're like, oh, no, we're not like the rest of them that are here for a hookup. We're in love now. That's the basis of the movie. I feel like if you and I went to, like, Flirt or Flatterdale together, like, it'd just be a lot more, I'd be a lot more worried about you if you were like, I found my true love immediately than if you were like, I'm going to go hook up. Yeah, it's weird. Yeah, obviously, you didn't fall in love with somebody right away. I'd be like, did somebody put something in your drink? Are you okay? Like, you need to slow down a little bit. We've been right. here for an hour. Do you know who they are? Do you know their background? Can we get a background check? Where is this going to go? We're going to go home in two days. Also, are we just too old for this? (laughs) Vacation. There's so many people so close together. My COVID brain is still I know. There's no hand sanitizer stations anywhere. Kids, be careful. It's okay because everyone was an acceptable distance apart and they were like slightly shimmying to pretend to dance. (laughs) It helps disrupt the aerosol. There was... I'm sorry. There was one scene where Kelly and Justin are looking for each other at a part at a tap dancing party. Like you do. No party I ever went to ever in the history of ever had actual dancing, which is really sad, except for like the weird like college foreplay type of dancing where it's not really dancing. It's just kind of like rubbing. Oh, okay. Which like, no, thank you. (laughs) No, this had tap dancers. This had break dancers. Like, this is what I wanted parties to be like. Yeah, and everyone around the side was, like, staring directly inwards and going, hey, 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 hey. Yeah, I'm into it. Okay. So Justin is, like, a party boss? Like, he started a business or something? I don't know. I think he's, like, a party promoter. Okay. Like, nowadays, they just hire attractive people to give you Red Bull. Oh, right, right, right. So he has bracelets to, like, get around, like, a VIP bracelet, basically, for this giant party. And some hot girl is like, can I have one? He's like, of course, because he's just, like, giving them out. But despite the fact that he's just giving them out, Kelly Clarkson's blonde friend steals them. She sees them in his pocket and grabs all, like, 200. Yeah. Like, what a crappy person. She's like, I've got the bracelets. And she starts yelling it for no reason. And then everybody tackles her, steals them all. So then she only has one left. So you're, like, in my mind, I'm like, okay, they're going to try to get into a party later. And now there's a problem because she didn't get two extra bands for her friend. But no, nothing really happens. Oh, yeah. Nothing happened with the bands. So that didn't matter. <laughs> oh, but Justin ran to the bathroom where he finds... <gasps> Kelly. Oh, because he's getting chased now, even though everybody just saw him get all of his bracelets stolen. Right. He doesn't have them. Anyway, Kelly's there and she's like, oh, hey, what's your name? He's like, oh, I'm Justin. What's your name? And she's like, mm, my friends call me Kelly for short. I thought it was it a joke or really? Like- I don't. I don't know. Okay. <laughs> Why did she say that? I don't Like, was that something that like they were trying to push as like her slogan? I, what's her full name then? I don't know. Yeah. I'm going to look. What if her actual name is like Kellyandra? Oh my God. What if it is? Kelly Breanne Clarkson. I was like, Kelly is not short for anything. It's not. Is that the joke? Were we supposed to laugh? I mean, I laughed, but it was like, like laugh cry. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Oh, but don't worry. All these bathrooms have a second exit not all bathrooms do it's all bathrooms have a second exit <laughs> and it's a window that yeah. 
Justin could barely fit his hair. There through. was a really funny line because he's like, he has like curly, like kind of an afro situation, like really loose one. And he's like, oh, my hair won't even th- fit through there, honey. And she's like, I'm from Texas. I have seen bigger, which I actually really liked that line because it's like that a stereotype cute. of like big hair. Big hair. To God, yeah. But it was like, okay, there's, there's the good joke, Kelly. So there's one the line one. in this movie. It's bad when you're like, oh, good, there's one. Yeah, I remember that one. Um, she writes a, her phone number on a napkin with lipstick and throws it into a puddle i've never tried it but i haven't tried it because i know that if you try to write on stuff with lipstick especially if she had it like in her hand like a napkin and stuff you have to like apply a lot of pressure you would break mm. lipstick yeah it's not easy yeah but also he like falls into like she throws her the phone number down at him after he falls out the window and it falls in water and so it's all washed off but like lipstick doesn't rinse off like that right. like it's not ink so look he just he didn't get her number okay that's the moral of the story it is it was just kind of like <sighs> yeah, okay here if you want something that makes sense her other friend spilt a drink on her so the so the bartender goes over and pours salt on her it wasn't salt it was club soda like soda water i i swear he said salt no it was like it's like just a bit of salt will take that out no oh seltzer yeah like seltzer water which is like okay yeah. Okay, well, it doesn't make it any more awkward that he's standing there or is bent over rubbing her thigh Watch, yeah. to, as they're having a conversation. Oh, I don't know. It happens a lot in movies where people spill something on somebody else and then think that means they can touch them now. I think the only time I've had a stranger spill something on me is I was in Target and I was in the shampoo section. And somehow I cannot remember how it happened, but I remember it was like a clear accident and not a person. Do you remember? Somebody like squirted shampoo on me. I don't remember. It wasn't like a person being a creep, but I cannot remember what situation would make that kind of like a clear accident, but it was. I mean, sometimes you go to smell it and like you squeeze really lightly, but it still goes boop. It must have been something like that. Anyway, he was kind of just like, oh no. And then like put his hand like toward me for like a millisecond. And he was like, I'm so sorry. And pulled his hand back because you don't touch people. You don't do that. And it was on my arm or something. Like not even on my leg. Well, what is he going to do? Like sensually sweep up? Mm -hmm. Yeah. So it was like one of those where even he was kind of like, you know, the instinct is to be like, oh, no, I'm so sorry. Like, unless you're like a weirdo. Um, Has anybody ever spilled anything on you in public? <laughs> in public? <laughs> no, I don't. I don't think so. I don't like, think that's... It's, the movies make it seem like everybody's just like. <laughs> oh, I mean, like people have made me spill things on myself. I just remember. At, like, at... Sorry. Uh huh. <laughs> the time we were eating together after work. I remember. And I spilled soup. It wasn't even. It wasn't like normal soup. It was the most custardy, like a squash stew. baby poop looking soup. <laughs> when I like, I knew I was gonna like fling it forward. I like caught it, but like I couldn't catch it, so I like held it against my body. Oh no! So you would like walk off a few feet away to like get rid of your garbage, and then turn back around, <laughs> just like standing there holding a bowl on my like stomach. I was not surprised. I was not. But it was like, in my brain, it was like, if I let this drop, instead of just like pouring it on myself, like everybody will look. <laughs> like, it'll be so loud. So I just needed to prevent that, which I did. Mission okay. accomplished. Yes. Because you don't want to be the one who drops the lunch tray and everybody like freezes and looks at you. True. <laughs> so so sacrifice yourself. Or 
bus to go by myself and then I had to ride the bus for an hour. <laughs> oh. <laughs> anyway. Maybe squash is good for your, the skin. For your tum-tum. <laughs> right. Okay, anyway. Anyway. Um, and then Alexa ends up giving Justin the wrong number for Kelly. She gives him her number. And at that point in time, I didn't understand. Like, they don't make it clear right away no. that it's the wrong number. Because she's like, let me give you my number. And then she's like, no, no, no. You should really text her. And then she gives him a number. I don't know if it was showing she was stupid. Because, like, if he gave her his number, then she would just text him. Yeah. Also, it's... who has their friend's phone numbers memorized? I don't know. In the they had cell phones, so. Yeah. Like, I don't know your phone number. Oh, I know yours. Do you? No. <laughs> okay, that's what I'm saying. Is like, especially back then, like, I wouldn't, like, I have a few phone numbers memorized now for, like, safety in case I'm arrested or something. Like that, that was definitely, definitely a culture shock. Them going around being like, can I have your number? Oh, I got his number. Oh, can I have your number? Like, that was a big deal, too. Yeah. Maybe that was still, like, part of the, even though cell phones were around, maybe everyone still, I don't know. You couldn't really, like, easily send it other than text. Like, you couldn't email someone. I remember, like, you would call somebody really quickly. Oh, what, right. Was what I would do is if, like, if I got somebody's phone number. Like, I right. would, like... You'd take their phone, enter your phone number, call, and then... Yeah. Oh, Kia, who's, like, gorgeous and too good for the... Like, I felt like she was a good actress. Like, way too good for this movie. Yeah. Like, her storyline is the one I wanted to see. Thank you. Oh, me too. I was like, can we just, like focus on these two because i'm living for the kaya and her bartender guy friend. yeah he's like very attractive she's very attractive and it's kind of like the trope which seems like it was its own romantic comedy where he's like a working man and he thinks she's a rich spoiled college girl which is weird because like there's always these situations where it seems like everybody at spring break are college kids so they must be wealthy on their parents money and don't need to work but then there's also the trope that like college kids are always broke and have to eat ramen where i'm like which one is it she can still go on vacation and be like a broke college student like he's immediately like you're rich you don't understand what it's like to have to work right but they get to go to cool a cool club and they dance yeah and this one it actually makes sense that they would be like dancing and singing and it's like a club that's in a warehouse and i don't think those exist in real life but maybe i'm just not cool enough you've never been to a warehouse hidden club I've been to, like, the shitty speakeasy here in town. Not really the same, is it? No, it's like there's just a keypad on the door, and if you, like, don't know it, and the bartender doesn't, like, if it's dead, they'll just be like, come on in, you're fine. (laughs) (laughs) We really need the money, please. And then you realize the drinks are really expensive, and it's just, like, decorated, like, the 20s. I'm like, the 20s were kind of shitty, actually, though, so I'm just going to go to, like, the bar down the street where you can get drinks for, like, half the price. Thank you. Thanks. Can we talk about the vocals in this movie? Because I thought this was going to be like the centerpiece, like how they sound is going to be the most important thing. But for me, their voices were so dry. They just like, it just felt like they were singing in a room and they recorded it. I can't tell if it's like, I'm so conditioned to Disney. It felt like a Disney Channel original movie. Like with the quality of the vocals. Yes. Which is, again, weird because this wasn't a made-for-TV movie. No, this was not, like, I would not say that this is professionally recorded, mixed, or engineered. I could see this being something that played, Disney Channel did it all the time, where they, like, premiere something, 
And then right after, stay tuned after the feature film for a special behind the scenes music video recording, blah, 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 like something like that. Yeah. I could have seen this say the week before. I don't know if they went down like a final two and then the whole last episode of American Idol was trying to figure out who the winner was. But Mm. I could see this being right before the final episode, like the week before saying like putting this on in the American Idol time slot. Here's the trailer for... Not even like, the trailer, the full movie. Like I could see them putting that on. Like, oh, oh, you you're saying like that yeah. would make sense if it were on TV. Right before the week where you find out which one of those two win. Okay. Because it's amping them up like, oh, they're already in a movie. Which one's going to be like the true winner and stuff. And then the movie would even kind of have the like added excitement of being able to watch it and try to decide who's a better pop star. Right. No, this is a full theatrical release. After everybody was kind of over American Idol because you know who won. Uh, yeah. So who cares about them now? Yeah. Kelly's friend enters her in a whipped cream contest, and then she find out finds out that Justin is hosting it because she knows nothing about this guy. And she slaps him, and she's like, I thought you were different. But also, were those girls, like, actually in the nude with whipped cream on top of it? I think that's what that was supposed to be. That's very vulgar. It's really not cool. I remember there would be, like, on MTV, there would be competitions where, like, a guy and a girl would have to switch clothes. But they would go behind. They had, like, giant, like, the hula hoop curtain thing that somebody would hold up around it. And then it was like a race to see who could do it first. And the guy always had right. like a t-shirt on or something. So the girl wouldn't be like nude. And the girls were always wearing like board shorts or whatever. So the guys weren't having their like junk hang out of a bikini. Not this. This was like Howard Stern level. Like girls gone wild level. Yes. But this is what was <laughs> happening though, right? At spring break. Both of us are like, is this what the kids were doing? I don't know. This is the wet t-shirt contest. But I feel like there's like the MTV, like the college kid crowd. And then there's like the dirty college kids crowd. And that would be like on the ladder. Yeah. Where it's like a made for adult, like VHS like, made. You could very much stay out of the way of that stuff happening. Yeah. If you just didn't go to that certain bar. Both of us would be in that category. Yeah. <laughs> be like, I brought my novel. I have my sunblock. Let's go lay on the beach and read a book. <laughs> and then you'd be like, God, those kids having fun is too loud. Keep it down. <laughs> I'm relaxing on my beach vacation in Fort Fort Fauderdale. <laughs> Fort Fauderdale. But then Justin follows Kelly to a burger stand because like the whole deal is they keep saying like, yeah, oh. I'm going to take you out for burgers. I'm going to take you out for burgers. Hey, I'm going to take you out for burgers. Is Does she like burgers? I don't know. I it could have been know. like product placement. Maybe they like okay. got pulled last second. It was supposed to be like Burger King the or something. The meat industry of America needed meat to be sold. <laughs> Justin spills hot sauce all over her areas. Crunch. <laughs> and once again tries to clean it up yeah and i'm like this again and he up to this point had been like making all these mistakes and like messing up and saying the wrong things and i can't tell if it was supposed to be cute or not but it was it's really annoying. just dumb yeah. yeah and then kia goes into the kitchen where her bartender guy works and they immediately fire him yeah like he had to have had a history of doing this stuff for his boss to just immediately walk in and fire him for a girl being in the kitchen when right. he was clearly like, you can't be here. She's All she was like, oh, you work him really hard and like he's underpaid. And the boss was like, okay, cool, you're fired. Yeah, that was weird. Especially during like, this would be the the highest and just like- The, the busiest time. week. And yeah. you can't like hire somebody who's there partying to work there. And you can't train somebody to work there while this is all going on. It was very much like, Oh, this this character needs a reason to be mad. But he didn't. They could have just had a cute love story on the background. That would have been okay. They really it. could have. Instead, we get other background stories, like the friend Brandon, who's the douchey guy who keeps getting in trouble with the 
beach cop. I thought he was going to end up with her at the end. He did. Oh. Did she he? was there in a bikini. Oh. So you didn't probably didn't recognize her. Oh, they go on. So Justin and Kelly have a, a boat ride together that has another scene montage. And you there's just no... There's no spark between them. They're sitting really far apart because he's driving the boat and she's sitting at the very front. Their voices go together. Yeah, they harmonize, of course. But other than that, nothing. So he has this line. He's like, there's definitely something going on between us. You know what I mean? And I'm just sitting there like, no, I don't see it. Like, there is nothing. No, especially if you're there and you're like really into somebody on those early stages, you're doing whatever you can to try to be close to that person. She sits as far to the front of the boat as possible. So far away. Like, she's not even like, oh, what are you doing? How do you drive? She's kind of like, okay, we're going to hang out now. Like, if I have to, like, I'll let you be annoying while I sit here. Just to get, because he had texted her, I'm not going to take no for an answer. So, you know. It's very, it's like rewatching The Notebook now. And have you seen it? Not the whole way through. That's fine. There's a part where it's toward the beginning. um, Rachel McAdams is at the fair with her then beau. And Ryan Reynolds Mm. is trying to ask her out. And he jumps onto the Ferris wheel and like holds onto it with both hands. And she says like, I don't want to date you. And he lets go of one hand. He's like, I'm gonna let go of the other hand and literally kill myself if you don't go out with me. And you're like, that's so cute. He won't take no for an answer. Maybe her life would have been better if she didn't get involved with that. Yeah. Noah. Um, This this movie is laborious. There's so much happening. But also like nothing happening. Nothing pays off. So there's all these like back and forth like alexa is trying to sabotage justin and kelly from being together with texting and she ends up like trying to get him to meet her at this place instead of kelly alexa's there sitting at a bar and i thought something happened to my speakers because i hear a i'm gonna wish upon a star and i was like is something wrong with my computer yeah no, it was her. It was singing. It was another musical number that was so uninspired. The lighting was horrible. I couldn't see her face the whole time. Back then, texting was less common. Oh, yeah. So they're making this big deal about like her being the one who's texting Justin and Justin thinking it's Kelly. A, they probably would have called at some point because that's just kind yes. of back then. And then also, at this point in time, Every fucking person who had a cell phone and texting had a signature. Oh my god, right. And it was something that like she would have to be like disable it altogether or delete it on every message she sent him. And I do not want to like she just would have. It's a fact. It's so dumb. Where it'd say like princess, whatever. Yeah, no, she, I'm I think the one she sent said like K-L-L-Y from Kelly. But she was like adding that to them. Yeah. I don't know. Whatever. It doesn't add up. Um, it's also like, why does she so she's the one she's supposed to be the whore of the group. Yeah. The party girl. It seems like it's something that she's always been and is very proud of like how good at partying she is. And suddenly she's just like, no, not this year, even though we're at spring break. I'm a smart, studious girl who wants a real boyfriend now. Right. Justin isn't even, he's like a party planner. Yeah. So he doesn't even like fit what she would try to steal to make that trope happen. She was jealous because he wanted to drop everything for Kelly. And she's like, I want a man who would do that for me. It doesn't, it doesn't even make sense as like, even if she was a complete idiot, like it doesn't make sense for a good motivation for that character. No. 
And Kelly still didn't know that her friend had been trying to sabotage her. So I'm like, are they literally never going to find out because it doesn't fucking matter? Like, it's never really been a problem. I was at the, towards the end, I was like, oh, so they're never going to be together. That's fine. There's also this other subplot of the Jay's, Justin's dorky friend, Eddie, who is looking for a girl he met online, but also he coaches someone on their relationship. And also he gets a suntan. None of this mattered. None of it was funny. The suntan thing, it's the first time we see him without the bucket hat and like long sleeve shirt he's been wearing the whole time. So I literally didn't know who he was at first. Yeah. And also he's wearing, I think it's supposed to look dorky, but he's wearing um, like just above the knee swim shorts. Mm-hmm. And I remember thinking like, wow, that's really fashion forward of him. But back then, I guess it would have made him look gay or something. I don't really know. I don't know either. But it was so odd to have everyone pointing him out and being like, uh-huh, nice sunburn. Well, then because like somebody stole his pants or something, I don't really know what happened because he was wearing boxer briefs when he stood up, which were different than the shorts he was wearing before. I don't know. But they don't make it clear. He's just like suddenly in underwear. Like did the pants shrink? Did somebody steal his pants? I don't understand what's happened just now. I don't know. It's all confusing. Okay, the other hand, uh, Kelly, this whole time has been like, no, I'm not into this. Like, I don't, like, this is crude. This isn't right. All this partying, I'm not, I don't agree with this. I don't want to be part of this. And it gives off such a weird vibe because it's like, why are you here? Yeah. What are you doing here? But then later on, she's at a club and dancing and partying. It's very slut shamey. Yeah. I, what does she want? <laughs> It's almost like the characters weren't really well thought out and didn't have any clear motivations. But that couldn't be true. No, of course not. This is actual Justin and Kelly. I think that was the weird thing is that it was supposed to be them playing themselves, but not. Yes, that's also really weird. Yeah, like they didn't even give them different names. It would have just made so much sense to make it a singing competition movie. For real. Where they're like in love, but they're also like up against each other. Anything would have been more fun. (laughs) Why was it falling in love? And if it's falling in love, then convince me from the very beginning when you supposedly changed your lives for this other person. Alexa (laughs) (laughs) continues to try and destroy Justin and Kelly's spark of love. From Justin to Kelly, is it supposed to be the text from Justin to Kelly? Oh my god. (laughs) Is it? I don't know. I don't know either. We'll say it is because it makes about as much sense as anything else. Look, Luke, who we met at the very beginning from the diner, shows up because Alexa called him and he tries to pick a fight with Justin and they're battling over her, which she's not even into either of them right now. Yeah. And they have a hover card craft game. And then Luke gets hurt and his head is bleeding. <laughs> it was like weirdly graphic. It was so dumb and you couldn't even see what was going on. They just yeah. like, he falls into the water and you're I like, like, oh. Yeah, why is he bleeding? I don't know. I was like, maybe he's just dead. That's okay though. <laughs> yeah, really like I don't care about Luke. Um, but no, Kelly ha- is forced to tell Luke that she doesn't like him again. And then he just like leaves because sure. Can't, there's just so many, there's so many things happening in this movie that don't matter at all. Yeah. I mean, the whole movie, not parts of the movie, every part of the movie. Yeah, nothing, like, this leads to nothing. So Alexa tries to get Justin one more time, and she kisses him, and Kelly sees them, of course. What movie has this not happened in? Can't think of any. (laughs) Yeah, it's happened in all of them. There's, like, a weird club. She's dancing, and then Justin follows her out of the club and is like, I've been sending you messages. You're giving me mixed signals. And then she's like, what messages? 
No, she doesn't yet. No, she doesn't. No, because right. he's mad at her. And then she says, what messages? And he goes, exactly. And then stomps off or whatever. And then Alexa comes up and she's like, that's why I thought he wasn't a good match for you, Kelly. And Kelly's like, yeah, thanks. You're such a good friend. I'm like, there's five minutes left. Can we please oh wrap God. up this right. plot? Like, I don't well, get it. Here, I'll wrap it up for you. Oh, I dropped my phone. <laughs> <laughs> And then she immediately sees all the messages that are like from Kelly to Justin, from Justin to Kelly. That's so, oh, hey, there it is. I think you were right. Yeah. Okay. Huh. Am I the first person in the history of ever who figured that out? You may have been because I wouldn't. Nobody cares enough to think about it. It's hard to snoop on somebody's phone right in front of them. It is. Like she would have been really obvious and Alexa would have grabbed the phone before she could see anything. You really could have. Also, yeah. had she like just then been sending a message, even though Justin was with Kelly just for it to her. be on that screen? Is he not picking up that obviously someone else is texting him? You know? I don't know, I don't know man. The nerd guy finally finds his hot internet friend. And I think the joke here was supposed to be, because I remember back in the early days of the web, it was always, you never know who you're actually talking to. You might be, it was always, you might be talking to a 30-year-old fat guy in his mom's basement. Yes. And it turns out it was actually like a hot girl. Because I remember that joke was in so many movies, but it would actually be somebody attractive because girls can use the internet too. Wow. Yeah. Versus now, everybody's on Tinder meeting up with strangers and places. It was um, such a thing that people judged. Douche guy ends up dating the cop lady, which is, I hate it. I don't get that that friend. No. He wasn't funny or cool. Then they did a That's the Way I Like It cover. Oh, I don't like, like it this way. Do not like it. They did it normal. And then they went into half speed. So it's like, that's the way. Was it because Justin and Kelly both couldn't dance that great? yeah (laughs) okay (laughs) i'm just solving all of this movie's puzzles it's me doing just dance thinking i look amazing (laughs) they really thought they were doing something here on like subjectively the choreography did not hit no it was weird that's the way i like it and then they oh they kiss um and sing together in front of a waterfall i don't like the thought of them kissing because I remember there was like one dance move where Justin had his leg out and then Kelly kind of like laid over it. I it remember this. Icky. I was uncomfortable. Yeah. yeah. I was like, ew, she's touching his thigh. <laughs> There's a lot of thigh touching in this movie I could have done without. They just don't go together. Like there's some friends you hug and there's some you don't. And they were trying to make it seem like these two non-hug friends were kiss friends. Yes. <laughs> and it did not work. So that was this movie. So Josh, in the past like month, we've watched Crossroads. Mm-hmm. glitter and from justin mm-hmm. to kelly i think it's kind of the trifecta of like shitty pop star movies yeah rank them in the order which you would force somebody just an average person to watch or that okay no no better, better. Anyone to watch this. <laughs> okay no say you had to have your roommate watch one of like what what order oh ooh. uh i think i think we watched it in the right order i think crossroads is up there And then Glitter goes slightly down, and then this is at the bottom. Okay. I think, but I would ask someone to watch Glitter first. Why is that? I think it's more culturally relevant and more interesting. I'm going to say Crossroads, number one, from Justin to Kelly, number two, Glitter, number three. 
the reason I have that is this movie, I feel like movies where their entire premise is spring break love story aren't trying to be anything. In fact, like I can't even put together what I think this movie was trying to be in any scope. Glitter was trying to be a musical set in the 80s with like a very deep emotional story about Mariah Carey losing her mother and or what was her name? I don't even remember. And like having this whole like love story where like her love dies at the end. It was like very much trying to be very dramatic and very dark and it hit none of those points. This one, they didn't try and they didn't succeed at anything, but they weren't setting out to do anything. At least glitter tried. <laughs> But, like, did they try or did they just say, like, this will make the They people? tried. Okay, they tried. <laughs> there was a scene with glitter in it. It worked. <laughs> there is a scene At with least I understood the title. messages from Justin to Kelly in this. Honestly, I can't. I can't. For me, it's this movie that just does not work because it's so, I just get so frustrated watching it. I, I'm glad I checked it off the list. Me too, because it was always haunting me in the background. Ready for two truths and a goof? Oh, sure. Okay. The soundtrack for this album was delayed, so it wouldn't compete with Kelly and Justin's solo albums. The movie came out on VHS and DVD just 29 days after its theatrical release, or the production company would not allow screenings for critics before the film came out. Oh, shoot. Two of them are true and one of them is fake? Yeah. I feel like the last one is fake. I feel like they didn't even think that far ahead to like not let critics see it. The goof was that the soundtrack was actually never released, though a song from oh. the movie appeared on Justin's <laughs> premiere album, which makes it even more puzzling. Like they weren't trying to sell an album. What were they doing? Well, I don't know. Yeah. Right. I think it's just so wild. Like the music and then someone choreographed it and then they had dancers there and they had people filming it. And they had they so had- many extras so many extras in the background and they all had to look great and like wear swimming suits um that's so so much effort went into making goes into making a movie so it's just so weird yeah i don't understand it <laughs> like usually i can understand at least what was happening like if it was a cash grab or what but they didn't really market it exists this movie. from justin to kelly everyone um who would you watch this again? And uh, who would you recommend this to? I feel like it would be fun to have on in the background at an event. Like, depending on the kind of event. Like, I could see it, like, some, like, campy, like, if I'm at a drag show or something and the theme is, like, pop stars or something, I could see this being on in the background. Like, on the TVs without even the sound happening. It's just, like, one of those that could be on. Yeah, you're uh, you're have, throwing a spring break-ish party at your house everyone's wearing luas and everyone's eating drinking drinks out of a pineapple and you have this on the tv yeah but like there's other music playing it's just kind of it's like when you go to a coffee shop and they have like a projector up with like a movie playing but it's muted with subtitles it'd be like that sort of thing i would be comfortable watching this in that way yeah where every once in a while you look up and you're like wow that's stupid and you kind of laugh and then you continue talking to your friends in public because that's a thing that people get to do in the future hopefully yeah (laughs) That that was a fun trip to the 2000s. I would love to go back to not 2020, but, you know. Um, hey, you don't need our phone numbers, right? Somewhere in that line? Yeah, to send us a message. No, that wasn't good. Come join us for spring break. You can send a message from Justin to pod this together. 
<laughs> Whatever. It. You can find us on Twitter at Pod and Together, uh, Facebook.com slash Pod Together. You can email us at Pod and Together. Uh, <laughs> you can email us at Pod and This Together at gmail.com. And you should rate us on wherever you're listening to us. I guess Google Music is going away, so I don't know if we're going to be like on YouTube now. I don't understand. I don't know. Bye. <laughs> I'm gonna wish upon a star. I'm gonna wish upon a star. Star. You're welcome for that.